can be only one. There can be only one. There can be only one that stands out from the crowd. I want that one. All right. What is this thing? It's River Radio. There can be only one. One that's made entirely out of syrup. <laughs> It's all about you, baby. It's all about you. It's all about you. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? How have you been this week? I'm Deborah Fielding, and this is Your Life, Your Way. It's all about you. So, what's going on in your world? Whether you're listening live on DAB, on podcasts, on your favourite platform, it's always good to have you here. And did you follow us to get the latest episode? You know you should. As I know, or as you know, should I say, I absolutely love listening to your world and I like to listen to that or hear about it in one word. So you know the score, emails at the ready, get your quick fire message in and let me know right now in one word how you're doing this week. And that email address is Deborah at river.radio. But you've only got to the end of this track, so you've got to be super quick. Uh, this is Your Life, Your Way, and we are running the show a little bit different today. We start the show with a mini glory of the story. And on the show today, we have a repeat guest with an update on life, because we all wanted to know. We promised you would have her back, and so we are. We are going straight into what's in a word. We're going to live in that section for a little while and we're going to have Q&A your, week, uh, your way this week. It'll just keep us company throughout the show. So message in any time about any section. Give us your insights and ideas along with your questions too. That address for your questions is deborah at river.radio. You know I like to get your messages in and answer them as we go and this week is no different. So... We've had a few quick fire replies in letting me know how you are in one word, so let's quickly zap through them. Kate, she said she's feeling international. Lovely. Uh, we are too, Kate, with an ever long list of international listeners. So snap to you. Uh, Maisie, who said, home. Well, there's no place like it, is there, Maisie? And Owen and Oscar, who said, football and make no mistake. Well, I think that's more than one word, but we hear you. Uh, Sophie, who said headless chicken. I know a few headless chickens called Sophie this week. Um, so we've got some great music, some great words. So let's get going. So we've got some great music, some great words. We've got McFly with All About You every week because it is all about you and do not let anybody tell you otherwise. Now, I am excited to ask you uh, to come on the show. If you have a story you'd like to share, get in touch. Um, A success or you couldn't make it up, a hard life knock or something through adversity that's become inspiration. I'd love to hear from you. And it's that same email address, Deborah at river.radio. 
So last week we had the very warm-hearted football mad Lynn Wilson on the show uh, telling us about how she wasn't allowed to play football at school and how she forged her own way through. And that's a, a story for many uh, women fanatics of football. Um, she did that just like our lionesses did. Um, it's a great listen. Search River Radio, Your Life, Your Way, Deborah Fielding on your usual podcast to listen to this amazing conversation we had. Um, we have a similar conversation on today's show. Um, one about not going down the pathway you imagined, maybe, and having to find a different route. So my next guest first visited this show in May, which feels like a lifetime ago, uh, probably to her and uh, certainly for me. Uh, does it for you too? I know, it seems like an age. Uh, well, welcome to my show, one of our favourite guests, the lovely Jessie McCauley. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. She's back. <laughs> uh, so Jessie, it has been three months since we last saw you and you were waiting, as we remember, very patiently with a bit of butterflies uh, for an answer to whether you were going to go to acting college and or for a degree and you were on a few reserve lists. So you promised to update us and here you are. So I'm just going to ask you straight out, how did you get on? So sadly, I didn't, I wasn't successful so that I didn't get um, moved off of the reserve list and I didn't get a place at the schools, but it's okay. I was a bit disheartened at first because... You put so much time and effort and and passion into all of those applications, and to get so close is quite difficult. Well, but the waiting, the waiting, the waiting. Yeah, the waiting. I think yeah. I think that's it's, it's so prolonged. I think if you know you find out straight away, it's, it still hurts, but it's a little bit easier. You can kind of get over it um, quicker. But yeah, so that was a bit sad. But hey ho. But I think while you're waiting. You've always got that hope and you just keep it. It's a, it's a yeah. bit of a torment really, isn't it? Yeah, it does a f- feel a bit like salt in the wound to kind of like yeah. hang me on longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you un- it's, you know, it's not done out of malice or it's not done deliberately. It's just the way these application it's processes process. work. Yeah. Um, and you have to kind of remind yourself that it wasn't personal. They're just doing what they need to do to yeah. fill those spots. And, and there wasn't a Jesse-shaped hole this year. No. And that's okay. <laughs> no, but... Um, I'm sure you've been through all of this and spoken to your elders and um, you're you're probably where there's a completely different route for you. The question is, at this point, if you want to continue to pursue it. So do you know know the answer to that at the moment? Are you still cogitating? Um, No, I'm I'm still thinking about it because I want to make sure that um, it's definitely something that I'm still passionate about. I think it's difficult when you do these applications and stuff, it's quite easy to lose the love for it. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I don't know, I don't think I'll ever stop pursuing things creatively. I think if you're a creative person, that's just who you are. I think that's in you. Um, So I think it's, I don't think I'm not going to kind of put it on the shelf and go, okay, that's it for that. Um, I think it'll be something I continue to to do because I like doing it. You know, I enjoy doing it, but I think I've got to find that again and then go back into pursuing it professionally. Well, I think, you know, when you've had a bit of a setback like this, and you are quite young on the grand scheme of things, um, it's easy to just feel a bit bruised. And I think it's a great time to just take a bit of stock and reflect on where you are and what you love and what you don't love, because we all change, you know, we change so much through our lifetimes. Um, and it's it's hard when you've had a, a knock like that just to kind of recover and understand a little bit more about what you really f- 
excuse the Spice Girls song, what you really, really want (laughs) (laughs) and decide if that's the case. Uh, But, you know, some of the best actors we've ever had didn't go to drama school. And I've always said that about you. Um, I've got some examples even for you. So Tom Cruise didn't go. Cameron Diaz didn't go. Jim Carrey didn't go. And over here, James D- Judy Dench, I always want to call her Judy Dench, <laughs> yeah. and Serena McKellen didn't go. So, you know, there's, really? there's quite a lot of people didn't go to acting school. That and really not, interests me, the last yeah. two. Yeah, well, I'm not saying you shouldn't go, but I'm not saying you should either. There's yeah. more than one route through always. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's more than one way to get to Marlowe. Jesse, <laughs> I'm proud of you. So I just to let um, people know what I'm, we're talking about here. When my children were little, I had... There was a disappointment came in the house from one of them and I just sat them down around the dining table and asked them to tell me how many routes there were in Tamala. We lived quite semi-rurally at the time. And we came up with five for their little uh, heads. They were only about eight and six, something like that. And we decided that you could go any of those routes. And so I then talked about the disappointment and made them understand that they could go any route to recover the direction they wanted to go in and that stuck with them it certainly stuck with me I te- I remember teaching it to some professor a medical professor while I was having a meeting with him once <laughs> uh, but um, the truth is that's true and it's not a little it's not a bad little analogy really no I quite like it I think there's an infinite ways to get places and I quite like listening to podcasts and like all the people you've had on this show yes you know that there, there's an infinite ways to kind there of are. find your way in the world so I don't think you should expect yours to be the exact same of any anyone else's I think you should embrace however you know you get funneled in what direction yeah and I, I just think follow the nudges you know in your heart of hearts if it doesn't feel right and you also know when you really love something um and that's kind of the pathway the path of least resistance, really, yeah. is what you need to follow for yourself. And you'll always come out with the right answer. Um, have you considered you might take a different career altogether? Um, are you just going to stay and chase down your dream a bit or see what happens? It's interesting because I've, I've always flipped around quite a lot when I was younger in terms of what I wanted to be. I was very sporty at school. Um, so I wanted to be like a, a an athlete at one time. There was a time where I really wanted to like go to the olympics but i chose rowing and i'm only about five four so i chose the wrong sport but um well was it wrong because it gave you so much no yeah i joke about that but rowing gave me a um um i was quite successful in a like an amateur junior sense so um but you know you learn kind of um determination and you you get you become quite hardy because you know you're training before school after school at the weekends yeah you lose some you win a couple Mm. you know so um so it teaches you so much about teamwork and just generally what you're made of yeah yeah finding yourself yeah so I'm always very grateful for for the rowing club that I was a part for yeah. a part of at school. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, while you've taken a bit of a knock now, that um, resolve you had to find, you know, because I know that some mornings are cold and wet and you don't want to be going. Yeah, and yeah. You had to find something in yourself to do that and you'll be able to hold on to that now uh, to know that you can get through tough things. Yeah, it's not. I think once you've done something, you've pushed through and you've you've kind of come out the other side of something, you know you can do it again. It's doing it the first time, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I, I would remind myself, it's like, well, I did that so I can get through this, right? Yeah. So it's, I think, um, yeah, I'm always very grateful that I was kind of forced to 
go down the river when it was frosty or yeah, yeah. or raining and they were like no it, you're still gonna row you're still gonna get in that so boat it's a bit frosty at the moment and it might feel like it's raining in your um no you're not coming to this school yeah uh, world um but that doesn't mean to say you can't forge your way through either in the same career or in a slightly different one you don't know but um there are other things out there and the great thing is it's not the end of the world right yeah absolutely no they're they're a bigger fish yeah i would agree with that so jesse i uh, the one thing you need to know is i believe in you ah i believe in your comedic timing I believe you do have the resolve to keep opening up new contacts and avenues. And I also believe that you have the right attitude to remain happy mentally while you're pursuing your dreams. And that is all that you can ask for. So don't leave us just yet because you can join in with the rest of the show. But we are grateful you came on to chat when it wasn't easy. And that, my little friend, says everything about your personality. was lovely Kylie who also says I believe in you Jess you've got everyone on your side (laughs) thank you Kylie 
Now, when things don't work out for you in life, what is next? Um, it so happens as it's a little fork in the road time. It's just like a board game, really, isn't it? So do you continue to do the same thing or do you explore a different avenue? And I wrote a piece for my Women's 50 Plus membership, which I'd like to read. It seems quite apt to, for today. So it's called No Wrong Way. There is no right or wrong way to approach your life, or breaking the law excluded, of course, There is only what feels right to you. You can listen keenly to your family and friends and let their advice soak in. But ultimately, it is what feels right in your bones, in your gut, that matters. If you become still, you know. There are so many routes through. Choose what is right for you. And remember, your informed and intuitive self will always find a way. There is no wrong way. There's just your way. So for all the students now waiting for exam results, GCSEs and A-levels, if you don't get what is expected of you, there is another route through. Always know that. Heaping blame on yourself isn't going to help you move forward. It's just going to clog your thinking up and then you won't know what your best next move is. So just know things will always work out. I mean, do you remember those days, Jesse? I do. Did it, it feel fe- like a lifetime ago? Yeah, it feel the my GCSE ones feel yeah. ages ago, and then my A level ones are that was twenty twenty. Um, oh yes, yeah. So I'll always <laughs> remember. I'll always remember when I finished my A levels. Um, I remember being yeah really nervous, really nervous for my results. I was weirdly not that nervous to sit the exams, but then I think afterwards it really kicked in the kind of reality of it, and then I got nervous. Um, but what's weird I found interesting on the day is some people were really happy and some people were really sad, but they would get the same grades. So it's all very subjective, the, you know, how successful people had felt they were on their grades because some people got, you know, a, a five or a B um, and they would be over the moon because they weren't sure they were even going to pass it. Yeah. And some people would be absolutely devastated. When they got a B and not an, an yeah. RNA and not yeah. an star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's how you view life, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes when you've not got the A star or the B or the whatever it is you're after, um, you have to just reevaluate where you are and look at what you want. And But know there's, there is a different um, outcome for you and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I just think heaping pressure on yourself is too late then and you know there's no point arguing with yourself about it um you know some people get a lot of pressure off parents as well which doesn't help Mm -hmm. yeah or depending on where what school you're at as well I think some schools have quite a lot of academic pressure yeah on their students as well well I hope if they've got the academic pressure on the students that if they don't reach their grades that they've also got a lot of support in equal measure on the other side because some people will need that Mm -hmm. um so you you found your way through and you're facing a whole set of different issues. Um, and I wonder if you knew that right now things always work out, you wouldn't really worry so much about anything. Yeah, I think it is interesting, isn't it? Because you just kind of stumble your way through. And I think, I, I remember I didn't take Art GCSE, um, but I wanted to take it for A-level. So kind of on paper, it's like you can't do it. But I walked in to my art teacher and gave her a portfolio of art I did at home and I got onto the A level so it's like you find your way if you if yeah. you know something like just because on paper it says a certain thing you know um sometimes, you, yeah yeah sometimes you do because you do something a bit different a bit off center yeah you know if if your GCSEs aren't quite the you know they're just opening doors to the next stage right. as soon as you 
is like A levels. No one wants my GCSEs now. No, no and one's what, asked you. Have no you? one's no. asked me what my no. GCSEs are. As soon as you get a degree, no one asks you about A levels. As soon That's as you right. got your first job, no one asks you about your degree. That's <laughs> no, true. So um, it's so, just opening doors. So we've had a little question in. Max has messaged in to say he's currently waiting for A level results, which will leave him in a bad place with his parents if they don't work out. And he wanted mm. to know: Did that worry you at any point? And what might you do to navigate through that situation yeah no I think it's I I'm quite lucky that I don't have a lot of I didn't get a lot of pressure in terms of you know getting really good grades they wanted me to do as well as I could um but I so I didn't experience too much of that myself however I had a lot of you know friends or classmates who did have that pressure and I did see you know that pressure on other students um I think it's if they Either way, you know, if they don't work out and if it's because I know A-levels are stressful because they do dictate universities, right, as well. Um, but I, I have friends who didn't get into the university they wanted to, but are so happy they're at the one they're at. Exactly right, um, yes. I've got quite a few friends who are like that. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got a friend who's, you know, met the love of their life and they weren't planning going there at all. Right. Um, but it was only because of kind of the way the uh, results day worked out that it went in their favor so I think you'll always be kind of it it will lead you to the right place eventually I think you just have to trust that it's going to be okay and and just go with with what comes to you at a time like that and I think that um making the most out of a situation it might not be ideal but you know just maybe it wasn't the right thing for you in the first place Mm -hmm. and um you'll find a different route a bit like water finding its level you can find your level if you just go with the with the flow um yeah it's a difficult one because you can remember when you've not got results I mean you know pretty much like yours now there's a bit of a crush comes yeah um and I think the key is not to feel disappointed for too long uh, to adapt to change and move forward and think okay um it doesn't make you a bad person you know and a lot Mm -hmm. I think a lot of teenagers just heap the guilt and the uh, sadness of it and they can't let go of it and I know certainly um when I was growing up I've been a little bit guilty of that of holding on to um horrible feelings about myself for far too mm-hmm. long and I didn't need to do that I mean it doesn't make you you know it doesn't make you any different it doesn't make you any less than what you already are it just means you've got a challenge to face yeah yeah and I think you know the the education system at the moment is tailored to a a small amount of way like and um you know if you're if you're academically inclined then it will work for you but if you're part of the 90% of other people, you have to work really hard. You know, if you're not great at essay-based stuff, you're quite, you have to, you know, it's unlucky because all of your exams are essay-based. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're not intelligent or not no. talented. And I think the one thing we're definitely learning, um, I think many of us knew it anyway, but I think like the, the big bodies of education are learning is that, not everybody is the same not everybody learns the same Mm -hmm. not everybody wants to go down this absolutely tiny little hole that you're making everybody go down yeah Uh, there's so many different shapes and sizes so many different creative brains out there um that you're kind of cutting them off by trying to make them fit into this shape that they're not yeah 
And there are so many other... I didn't even know about all of the avenues that were there when I was in sixth form because it was I was very channeled to degree, degree, get a degree. Yes, yeah. Whereas there are apprenticeships, you can go to the BBC and learn hands-on and you could probably, if that suits you, you're going to just soar, Absolutely, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not placed at the same level and it's not at the same exposure as, as degrees are. But I think... As soon as you leave school, there's just a, a plethora of opportunities. And I think it's, you know, go and look for them because a lot of them are there, but they're not being shouted about, um, which I think is a, is a shame. But, you know, you can go find those really cool um, and interesting routes. I think as well. so. I had um, Sarah Winkless MBE on a few weeks ago. She's um, Olympic and gold medal, Commonwealth medal rower. And uh, she was saying to keep your children wide in their sports rather than just channeling them into one area. And it's the same when it comes to your education. I mean, you know, you're uh, 20 mm-hmm. and you've, you're still finding new ways to what you want to do. Yeah. And you've got all the time in the world, you know, you can, you can have fun while you're doing that. You can earn money while you're still working all of that out. Um, it doesn't close you off to your life just because you've not achieved one thing. Um, and who's to, you know, who's to say that in another year, two years, even something might come knocking at your door, um, where your acting's concerned and away you go and it would be as easy as anything. So we don't know these things. We don't have crystal balls. Um, I think it'd be pretty dangerous if we did in some respects, but, um, yeah, you know, you just got to kind of work things out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got to work things out for yourself as well. It's no good me or your mum and dad tell you, you're going to do this. You know, like some parents insist they're doing a law degree. They've got to be a doctor. Um, some people get pretty miserable going that route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sadly, I've got quite a few people I know who don't necessarily enjoy the degree they're doing. Um, and I think that is because you are rushed into it. I think, but also, you know, with, with university, there's a whole social side of it, living on your own for the first time. You know, there's so much that comes around a degree, which I think people are enticed to go to for. Yeah. Um, and it is difficult with social media. Like I'm seeing all yes. my friends graduate. Yeah. Um, all my friends that are having all these parties or yeah. or doing all of this university stuff. And I sometimes I do feel like I'm missing out on that. But I have to remind myself that that's, you know, again, that's a highlight reel for a starter. It is. Well done. Um so anything on social media is the things that people want you to see. That's right. That's not a, necessarily a bad thing. You just have to remind yourself that that's what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, and, it's, and because yeah. you don't know the undercurrent to their no. stories, you don't know that the degree is something they don't want or they do want, you, you know, and you can be pleased for your friends. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. But ultimately it's, um, you know, sure, this is your story, not theirs. Yeah. That's the deal. Uh, if you can hear a little bit of crying in the background, I've got my lovely little sonny dog in with me today. Um, he was three on Monday, bless him. Already? <laughs> uh, but he's a little boo-boo at times, crying for this and that. Um, now, just, I want you to know, um, you don't need to worry about things, is, is the moral of the story here. And um, I've got a little song to prove that to you. So we're going to just play a little bit of Bob Marley.
for listening to your life your way at river radio the voice of the thames valley river radio i think i like it you give one quick twitch and the thing is done so here we are my guest today is your favorite girl about town jesse mccauley and that was Bob Marley and his whalers with three little birds. Um, I had a gorgeous message in during the week, which I wanted to read out. Um, Chris, he said he really enjoyed listening to the interview with Lynn Wilson last week and that he really liked the hot chocolate track that went with it. And in a happy coincidence, given the subject matter, which was football, it brought back some very happy memories of his dearly departed dad, who was also the youth team Marlow Football Club coach. And the memory was, when his dad was driving him to matches, he would put hot chocolate on, wait for it, the tape deck, and Chris said, we were awful singers, but we used to sing those songs at the top of our voices like we just didn't care. Um, I absolutely love that, Chris. What a very happy coincidence indeed. Love that it evoked that memory for you. Um... I think when I hear things like that, it reminds me that those dearest to us are all that matter, um, creating great memories in our lives and keeping ourselves warm. Uh, when you're going after your dreams, like you, Jesse, um, and tons of other people for that matter, doing the same 
um, going chasing down what they want and their passions. It's super important that you love every single day while you're heading in the direction you've chosen. Um, you don't just land there one day and think, oh, that's great, what next? You think of all the hard work and the effort and that it was worth it. Um, I'm a different person because of it. And I wouldn't have learned a thing if I hadn't been through those testing experiences. And so it's much the richer experience now when you've had a little bit of, um, I don't know, challenges along the way. Um, and I think I can be a bit guilty of not enjoying swathes of days because I'm so head down creating a new pathway for myself. Um, it can all be a bit overwhelming when you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but through it all, well, we are still here, right? Uh, lucky enough to be living life. And we may as well love that experience too. Um, I think that's something to always hold on to. Yeah, absolutely. While you're, while you're heading in the direction. So you're in for an exciting time, I think. You know, I don't look at what's happened to you as um, a bad thing. I look at it as something that's just giving you a new, clearer direction for you. Um, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time to let life unfold. And it'll unfold in front of you if you stand out of your own way and allow it to happen. And while all that's going on, you still have your friends and family to love and enjoy they're not going anywhere just because you've not got into your uh, course that you've you you wanted to do um and it's just the same as chris you know can remember from years ago as surrounding himself with great memories of of, of his dad um friends and family are a blessing right especially mm-hmm. at times when you're not sure what you're up to yeah yeah it's it's been interesting it's kind of i heard that news and then i went backpacking italy um and that with a mate of mine hold the hold the <laughs> fort <laughs> i didn't even know you'd been away oh why would i whereabouts did you go um so i i flew into milan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then i um backpacked kind of in a semicircle so i went lake como went to the coast Beautiful. went to tuscany i did florence um or Firenze. this is something i got used to there we don't call them any of the right names, do <laughs> no, we? Well, we call, the, well, they've just got a different way of pronouncing them and, and sometimes they're nothing like the words we say. But yeah. it's the same in their country about our English towns. Yeah, and get, like yeah getting the plane back, it was Lond- Lond- Londra. L- yes, yeah. that was the one. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's the right place. <laughs> um, but yeah, which I found really interesting. So I, I did a basically, uh, uh, we went round all the way to Venice and it was amazing I can tell you all of the gelato places to go <laughs> in northern Italy. I've tried them all. Um, but it was a really nice thing to do kind of after that because it really cleared. I was like, oh, what am I getting so stressed about? You know, yeah. I'm so lucky. I was sit, sat at like a lake eating pizza in Italy and I thought, I'm so lucky. You well, know, it just broadens your perspective, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It just gives you a different outlook on life and an understanding that, my things are really tiny and I've got yeah. this whole big world here with lots of different angles to to yeah. discover yeah and I, I we stayed in hostels so I met so many different people from all over the world you yeah. know like from Brazil and Chile and I went out with some Glaswegian girls as well they're always <laughs> really fun um but it was really great just to kind of talk to so many different people who were you know, just some people have been traveling for months yeah, um, and just taking it day by day and being spontaneous. I met people who were like, oh, I don't know where I'm staying next week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would love to be that laid back. And like spontaneous. That spontaneous. Yeah. And that just like chill with not knowing. Yeah. I feel like 
um, I'm guilty of liking things regimented and liking things planned a bit. So I'm more uncomfortable in the not knowing, but actually embracing it is really is really cool well, as well. Well, it's no different to like when you were rowing, you got those experience because you did it, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're letting life flow a bit rather than having to control every last detail and just working out your hostel on the day that you arrive somewhere, that kind of thing. Once you've done it a few times, you just say, I can cope, I can look after myself yeah, here. Yeah, I remember it's like getting the tube for the first time. In London. Yeah, 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 I remember getting the tube for the first time on my own and just going, I have no idea. <laughs> it can be quite I have daunting. no idea how this works. Yeah. Southbound, northbound, I was like, I don't know, I'm underground. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now I don't have to worry about that anymore. I think it is interesting, isn't it? As soon as you do things one time, you just got to push yourself to do it that once, haven't yeah. you? And then it's like, oh, okay, no, it's not that bad. I, I did can it. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to where I was going. That's exactly right. And um, you might feel uncomfortable at the time, but, you know, it's well documented and well said that your greatest part of yourself is on the other side of your comfort zone. Mm. You know, if you're just going to stay home with mum and dad all the time and not venture out or do anything, I always say my, I'm kind, everyone's asking me whether I'm going to be empty nesting when my two go. Well, of course, there'll be a bit of an empty nest feeling. There's a lot of um, letting go of, childhood Mm. and all the rest of it but ultimately I'm pushing them out of the nest because they can't experience a big broader fuller life from living with me at home Mm. Um, and I think traveling like you're doing um, is, is a great experience it just gives you a different view and of course all your friends will have new perspective on what they're doing there's a lot of change going on change is a big thing yeah especially like a lot of my friends who've just graduated are like oh my gosh like what what now yeah. I think they're experiencing the same thing as me. In I think a different in, way, in a little yeah. bit. Not everyone. Some people have got you know um, next steps. Th- their next step sorted and things. But I think a lot of people finish their degree and they're like, "Oh right, I'm really on my own now." Yeah. You know, because yeah. although you're living on your own and you're doing your own thing at uni, you have got that blanket that yeah. you're you're doing a degree yeah. and you're financially supported That's sometimes right. as well when you're at university and stuff. So you have got that blanket and you go home at the holidays. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so you have got a bit of a blanket, haven't you? And then I think it does get ripped off once you graduated. You're like, oh, okay, now I've really got to do more, like, I've be got an to adult. Step into being an adult. Yeah, I've got to get a job. Yeah, <laughs> um, and all of that. Forge a career or a vocation or a passion or a love out of me. Yeah, life. and you've yeah. got to like write a CV, and you're like, oh, if I've only been a barista, I don't know. <laughs> It's like uh, that's I'm talking about myself there, not anyone. Else. Well, there's but, lots of people don't you know that's been a route for many people. Yeah, so as it, a student. Yeah, so um, but I actually quite like being a barista. But um, it's it's a really is is it, it could be scary, but it's also exciting, isn't it? It's that duality of the kind of yin and yang of this time. I think yeah. it. I don't. I but in some ways, I almost feel, and you can tell me, I've, I feel like that's kind of it now. I'm like, this is kind of going forward it's it's you're always kind of changing and you can be whatever you you know you're never in a job forever so no life is about navigating changes it's about listening into your heart and soul about what you want for you Mm -hmm. it's about being brave enough to follow it and step out and um take that avenue or pathway um I can remember I'm going back a hundred years ago now. I was an ex. I'm an ex professional dancer, and I came out of dancing, which was the love of my everything. Mm. Um, I remember I'd got a short contract on a cruise, which seemed to be well. When I look back now, it's one of the highlights of my life. It was magnificent. But while I was on that cruise, 
I made the decision, it just came to me to come off and start my own business because I felt I had more in me to give. Yeah. Um, I wanted to test my brain a bit more. Um, and I gave it up and started my own business. I've been in business for myself since, you know, pretty much the day I left school. Um, but that was a shock, a bit, a mm, bit of a surprise yeah. to me, you know. Uh, but I followed it because it felt right. And um, I've just carried on. The times that I've come a cropper at the times and I've not listened into myself you know when your instincts mm-hmm. it's there talking to you all the time yeah um yeah but sometimes we're so busy we can't hear what it's saying to us um and the times that I've ignored it or been blatantly you know like it's like um getting an instinct to turn right instead of turning left when you'd normally be driving one way and, yeah. and you ignore it and then you come across a great being jam or something like that when you don't listen you always get your nose bumped um but when you listen in and just tap into yourself and um listen to your gut instincts then it's an it's an easier route through than it might have been is what I would say yeah and you're gonna have many times like that you know you might go into acting fancy that yeah imagine uh and you go into acting and then midway through your first year you think I absolutely hate this you know we don't know do we no you don't I because because it's like the biggest thing I enjoyed about sport was the community I had Mm. Because I remember uh, I was part of a big group of girls who were from different years in, in school. As soon as they left, I I lost the love for rowing. Right. And I realised I wasn't necessarily doing it for myself. I enjoyed being in a boat with other people. Yeah, the camaraderie, the, yeah, the, the rowing family you'd built. Exactly. Yeah. It was, so much went with the sport that I realised I actually didn't have a passion for you know rowing itself I did I loved it so much I really did um but I realized I love the community of sport more than like I don't think I could be you know I really admire tennis players yes because they're very solo they're very solo they're very independent they've got to get themselves out of the bed not for for themselves you know because you know, I, I think the same always when I see these big players out there, especially on a big court, you know, you've got to make your own decisions, you're on your yeah. own, you might have the crowd all going for um, your opponent. Yeah. Um, the mental strength that takes is out there completely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting. And I don't know whether they prefer it for because they're, the weight's on their shoulders. Yes. And, you know, um, I think some people like, you know, like thrive that, off that yeah. and thrive off of, yeah. you know, having the responsibility. Yeah. But for example, I can't get to the gym at 7.15 for me. <laughs> no. I can't do that for me. No. But if I know the whole rowing team is waiting right, for me, okay, I there. can be there. Right, yeah. So it's very, it's interesting. And it's just finding what suits you. Okay, so we know yeah. you're not going to be a tennis player. We, we've no. got that. You're not a solo <laughs> person, but you are a sociable person and yeah. need that around you. So, yeah, that's something to consider as you move forward. And yes. at least you know that. So, Chris... I'm just warmed right through that that gave you that memory from your dad. And I thought I'd just treat you um, to a bit more hot chocolate, to be honest with you. Uh, so sing your heart out to this. So you win again.
just got this image in my head of Chris singing his little heart out there sing your heart out Chris <laughs> don't know where that came from um <laughs> now I've got a few questions or a couple of questions in for you Jesse so uh we must be at Q&A your way I believe I'm just gonna throw them at you and right. um see where we get to with that so the first one is I'm a mum to two uni graduates who are still unsure of what they want to do uh, her advice, the mum, has been to pack them off travelling. Here we go. Uh, they've gone in opposite directions with friends or relatives and they're going to meet in the middle of the world. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. And she's, she said, but you've already answered this a little bit, but, you know, maybe a bit further. Would you consider travelling for a while, Jesse? And that's from Jenny. I mean, I love this question. And the challenge as well for you to to meet in the middle of the world. Um, but would you consider travelling a bit more than you have? How long were you away mm. for in, in Italy? Yes, yeah, so I wasn't away for that long. I did a few days um, in Amsterdam, came home for a few days and then went to Italy. So I was away for, I think, three weeks, just over three weeks in total in that sort of month. So I wasn't away for that long. A lot of people who I met travelling have been gone for months like I met someone who was away for like a year um and 
And I just find that mind blowing. I think um, definitely going once, like I love meeting people and the hostel thing I actually really enjoyed. Um, I was nervous about it because I think it's a very Marmite thing. I think people either like it or they don't. I don't know. Um, But I think it's amazing because you just get to meet people you never would ordinarily yeah and like you, can I, hear, you hear of all their um exploits and they'll tell you where to go that's yeah, been amazing and exactly um and they're always like oh if you're ever in chile or if you're ever in brazil come and look me up yeah yeah, yeah. you know um message me and i'll take you around so it's really it's really lovely and i would highly recommend it um i'm definitely want to go other places australia new zealand i think yeah. is calling well you've but got friends out there yeah yeah the twins be great to the go twins, and see them um that i went to primary school with so i've got some friends who are out in new zealand yeah um it would be amazing i think because well, it's, it's she's so not told away. us how how long her children have gone till they meet no. in the middle of the world and where is the middle of the world i, wonder. I think that, that's an amazing idea we with my friend my friend's brother who i went so i went Hold on. I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again. Get them in a sensible order. I'm going to put them in the right order. So I went (laughs) away with my friend um, to Italy and her brother was also backpacking Italy with his His girlfriend. With his girlfriend. And we we were in Italy at the same time and we were trying to meet and it never worked out because they had problems with trains so they ended up going different places blah blah and we were like, oh, it's just not going to happen because we tried a couple times and it didn't work out. And we just accidentally bumped into each other at a train station. So hold, we... Hold. She bumped into her brother. Yeah. By accident. By accident. we Our train got cancelled. <laughs> the train we were originally meant to go on cancelled. Yeah. The train they were originally meant to go on got cancelled. So we both did uh, a train and stopped off in somewhere really random. Neither of us were going there. We were just stopping oh, there to get crazy. on the next train. Crazy. And we just walked off the train and they were sat there with their backpacks <laughs> and, you know, sweating because it was Whoa. like 36 degrees out there at the yeah. moment. And we were, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Because we hadn't planned, neither of us had planned to well, even be there. I mean, I don't know. There will be, there will be people listening thinking, shut up, Deborah, get over yourself here. But I just, you can't ignore... I don't know what's at work there that you no. would bump into somebody in Italy. I mean, I know you were both there, but what a crazy thing. So if that works out, surely you've got to know that the rest of your life can work out if you just, I mean, you weren't trying to meet him in the no. end. You dropped all the resistance to it. Um, and so if you do that with your own life, you know, you're going to find your route through. Or it, more to the point, it will find you. Yeah. Yeah, that however, situation did find you. You didn't make it in the end, did no, you? No, no. The big man upstairs pulled some strings. Yeah, but or, it, whoever's or whoever, yeah. or, or the big woman, the big woman. Yeah, uh, I, I universal should be, energies. I don't know what you want I, to call yeah, it. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, or you know, or whatever is your, yeah. you know, um, belief of choice. Yeah, you know, it's sometimes you're like all the bases. Yeah, it, it's like it, but you know what? I I find it difficult to think that it's nothing and it's just an accident because sometimes you're like, surely not. Like, yeah, it's incredible. It's isn't too it? good yeah. to be true. So you can remember that experience and yeah. um, adopt it into your own life. But yeah. um, yes, so hopefully they will meet in the middle of the world. Yeah, and I'm feeling positive because it happened for us. Yeah, I'd like to know, Jenny, come back on and tell us where the middle of the world is. Yeah, I, I have, where is have this set a space, a place to me? Are they just going to, you know, go with the flow? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd love to know that. Um, Another question we've got in, another travelling question. We've all got the same idea for you, Jess. I think it's sending you off in the right direction here. Um, 
Is it my mum texting me? Is it my mum texting me and trying to get me to leave the house? Mother Macaulay saying, away with you. No, it is not your mum. No. It's Carol, in fact. And she said she's got more of a piece of advice than anything here. Uh, She had the best time travelling. Me too. When she was younger. But quite honestly, wishes she had done three times the amount uh, so do I, Carol. I'm so with you there. I only said that to someone the other week. She says, Jesse, it is the best education and you will come back inspired and clearer on who you are and where you want to go. So make the most of the time. Um, wow, everyone's just trying to pat you off. Where would you go if you went now? I mean, I'm just like, you know, I want to come back to your house and pack <laughs> your bags in you and get you going. Let's let's go. Yeah. Oh, where would I go now? Um, well, firstly, thank you for the th- thank you for it's messaging. It's great. In. And actually, look, I've got to say I agree because um, Carol's probably got married and had kids or whatever. I don't know. I certainly did, and I do. When I look back, it's such a brilliant time, and you don't think you've got all that time. You don't think you've got it for some reason. But yeah, you're yeah. young. Go out. You know, travel the world. Go around the world t- two or three times. Um, experience it. Meet the people. Meet the opportunities and. You're going to have a heart full of experience and memories when you either do choose to settle down or get stuck into a really big career when you're famous. You can come back and say, I remember this, Deborah. Um, you know, so I just think have it now while you've got that chance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was talking to my mum about it. I was like, oh, New Zealand looks cool. And my mum was like, oh, that looks amazing. But I wouldn't, I don't want to do the flight now. You don't. No, my mum was saying, you know, she's like, I don't think, and, you know. um, And that's what happens. There comes a time when you, you you know, you perhaps don't want to and think, I don't know, life comes, life happens, you get family, you get married, I don't know. Um, But you've not. Yeah, I've got, I've got no strings. None. um, At the moment. So, as you say, you're like a floppy Pinocchio. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Sorry, the image just came to my mind then. Um, Yeah, I think I would love to go skiing again um and i could do a ski season yeah yeah i was i was thinking about doing the chalet thing living out the chalet girl movie yeah um but i know it's not as glamorous as the movie makes it out to be but you can make your own story up there yeah yeah no i can come back and say it was glorious it was luxurious but you know you can make it up for yourself while you don't have the best time and you can move up you can perhaps pop home and see your mum because i know she'd love that um anyway we're out of here jesse and we'll sit here talking all day yeah Uh, we your life your way saying goodbye for another week i can't believe it um thank you to the intrepid jesse mccauley i'm grateful to you for sharing the results of your endeavors and i think everyone listening from the thames valley and across the different countries um will have enjoyed that and i'm sure they're all sending you enormous good wishes jesse and that on its own will carry you miles so i ask you again will you come back in the future and tell us what you've been up to absolutely look forward to it thank you to you always for your questions and your lovely messages that come in during the week it's amazing to hear what you're up to and i've really enjoyed hearing all your stories this week in particular um i'm deborah fielding and in a week when we have lost the global darling that was olivia newton john i leave you with her message um that we you have to believe we are magic and nothing can stand in your way And with that, I wish you lots of love for the week. Come take my hand, you should know.